Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. You got the touch. Stan Bush here, and you're about to transform and roll out only on the GeekCast Radio Network. Hit the button. Hit the button. Start the thing. Start the thing. Start the thing. Stan Bush here, and you're listening to the latest episode of All Things Transformers. If you want, I can do it in a voice like this. Sure. Sound like hound. I don't know if I can keep that up, but I'll try. Let's see here. Sound like hound. Yeah, it's a sound hound. That used to be a. That used to be a John Goodman hound. Well, yeah, I know, but Soundhound used to be a music service, and I don't think they're around anymore. No, they're still around. I have the app on my phone. Oh, jeez. It works. I am not a voice actor, folks. I just want to preface that. I have no training. I have no nothing. So if this sucks, it's all Steve Megatron's fault. This is Optimus Prime, and you are listening to all things Transformers. This August, all things Transformers will celebrate 15 years of being online, and now our full film reviews of Transformers live-action stuff continues. This time around, we are faced with the Transformers' Age of Extinction. I'm Steve Megatron, and joining me in the winter of Bayhem is... TFT on Mike. <laughs> God, that sucked. Well... <laughs> This is TFT1 Mike. No, I meant me. I. You're so. listening to the Transformers Countdown. Yeah, really. Ain't they? Oh, pretty soon this summer it'll be you're listening to the Top 100 Toys Countdown here on the Geekcast Radio Network. Oh, Lord. And then do the Maurice Lamarche thing. Ouch, cha 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 cha. Cha 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 cha. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Oh, God. Yeah, so we are here. We're almost done, I think. Thank God. So Transformers Age of Extinction was the final Transformers live action film that I saw in theaters. It's the one that broke me in 2014. 2014. Oh, God, it's been nine years since that movie was in theaters. What's sad is it's still aged better than a lot of the modern Marvel stuff. Yeah, I don't want to get into that. I'm just saying. I, I, hey, look, I've made my my opinions known about that. Once you call your thing Endgame, it ends. You know, Hawkeye was cool. Hawkeye was fun. The rest of it, Phase 4, is a flop. At least in my personal opinion. Uh, so right off the bat here with the plot of this movie, I start kind of sort of started a thread on Twitter for this film. I didn't really, but I kind of sort of did. And so it begins. Only two films away from finishing The Winter of Bayhem. And then I added, I've just finished the film. Other than the mindless destruction, is there no real plot to this? 
Galvatron slash Megatron, whatever, same guy. He doesn't do anything. He doesn't have a plan. He's not trying to bring Cybertron to Earth. He's not trying to build a solar needle. Again, other than mindless destruction, the age difference, and the age difference between Lucky the Leprechaun and Cade's daughter, having the Dinobots show up, there really is no plot to this movie. There is, There are no stakes, and stakes is spelled like the food. Or stakes, spelled like the actual wooden thing. Am I missing something here? And that's what I came away with after watching this movie is, am I missing something? Other than Apparently you did, because <laughs> I... I totally saw it. Like, okay. It, the government in this one is yep. bad. Um, yes. I mean, that's like life, but yep, yep. Um, they were two years early. <laughs> yeah. So, so the, the interesting part is that this, this whole film, like basically people have created their own transformers, created transformium. It's stupid name. Uh, yeah. where they become pixelated bits that don't die uh, unless you stab them in the head when they're in solid form. Yeah. Um, so what it, what it boils down to is they have all of the parts left over from, you know, the, the last battle with Shia's character and, you know, uh, they've apprehended all the Decepticons. They have, uh-huh. they have Megatron's head again, stupid reverse engineering, you know, throw it in the Laurentian abyss again. Like don't. Yeah. Or incinerate it. Something. Uh, but as usual, stupid rules. And the government is, is using this cover to take out the Autobots claiming that they're hunting down Decepticons to not have this front. And they, uh, Start off by murdering Ratchet, which is why you find out Prime is, you know, in, in damaged mode and yeah. uh, found by Cade, which I didn't mind Cade in this one. Right. But I'll get to that after. So the, the main plot, uh, per se... This is the greatest advance in modern physics since the splitting of the atom. A rare metal, molecularly unstable. It's what they're made of. Bring it up, all the way. You guys have never seen a truck like this before. Dad, you can't keep spending money on junk. I don't think it's a truck at all. I think we just found a transformer. I ask you this once. Where is Optimus Prime? After all we have done, humans are hunting us. But I fear we are all targets now. What is that? Who sent you here? Lockdown's trying to get Prime. He yeah. wants him for his trophy case. That's the gist of the main movie. Yeah. But 
in return, he's going to give them this Cybertron uh, seed. Yeah. Uh, which will create all of the Cybertronium that they could ever need uh, mm-hmm. by terraforming an area of the Earth. And so as they're hunting Autobots and as they're reverse engineering and using them for parts and, you know, his 50 army, uh, drone army. And then it, what they're not realizing is Megatron is influencing the Galvatron model. Yeah. And giving it a lot of his looks, a lot of his persona, like he's slowly infecting everything. He's slowly running the machinations behind it. Um, And it's if it's like as if, you know, they're the same guy. (laughs) Yeah. um, Just without a spark, Uh, uh, which is why there's a hole in the chest. Uh, So he can't be stabbed there again. (laughs) But um, but no, and it's and it's interesting because Prime, you know, comes to that realization. I thought it was a little too busy with everything going on between the, you know, lockdown, the Quintesson thing, and then the, uh, you know, Galvatron going. But Galvatron was more or less he was trying to have his own rebirth. Yeah, it wasn't that there was mindless destruction, and he knew the seed was coming into play, which is what yeah. he wanted to yeah. terraform part of the Earth and rule it, and so. That is the main part of the plot that's he's running behind the scenes while Lockdown's trying to get Prime for his trophy case to take back to the Quintessons. So that's and they don't actually call them the Quintessons; they call them the Creators. But we yeah. all know. Well, a- the next one they'll that, have it. Well, yes, obviously. But there's there's Quintessa. Uh, but I so anyways, that's the main part of the plot. Galvatron is running the th- the thing behind the scenes. It's not. It's not that there's anything really else per se going on the humans think they're running the show but it's you know Cade and a lot of the other ones have figured out galvatron's been playing them the whole time yep to get a new body to build a new army to you know and then he of course takes over everything and yeah you know he wants the seed the humans want the seed lockdown wants prime the humans want prime and the future yep so uh, I, I did like Cade. Uh-huh. Very likable character. I like Mark Wahlberg anyway, so it right. wasn't that big of a stretch to see him play the action role yep. uh, when he needed to, but also play the kind of like goofy, nerdy, you know, dad character that's like, oh, look at this. I created this. You know, this is cool. Yeah. Uh, so it didn't bother me when he did that. I didn't like the race car boyfriend. I didn't like the daughter. Like both of those were totally unneeded characters in my opinion, but it was, they were, they were more needed than like Leo. Sam's parents or, yeah. <laughs> or like Lucas yeah. who thankfully bit it early. Yeah. Oh, uh, and for half of a se- again, folks, I haven't seen this movie since I saw it in theaters in 2014. I thought, and I'm sorry, I apologize to this actor, but I thought that was Jason Lee. I thought that was Brody from Cl- – I'm like, wait, that's not – no, it's TJ whatever his name is. Uh, TJ Miller. Yeah. Yeah, he was in Deadpool 1 and 2. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> I just – I was glad that he was gone early. Yep, me too. Yeah, okay, so we have a plot. All right, yeah. I, I don't know, it just half of the scenes that were not the three stooges, Cade and his daughter and her boyfriend, and I'm not saying that is a bad thing, but I'm saying like those were the three stooges, three amigos, whatever you want to call it. Anything that wasn't them that was just the robots, half of it seemed like like I said, mindless violence to me. And I don't have a problem with mindless violence in general. It just, it seemed like this one was over the top, a little bit over the top, more so than the other three to that point in 2014. And then you have this new way of having them transform, which is fine. Create a technology, have them do a certain thing, have them move a certain way. And whatever, if it makes sense for the plot, it makes sense for the plot. You're right. The name is fucking dumb. It just is. It transforms. Well, it's like it's like Avatar. Unobtainium. <laughs> oh God, don't even. I, I was. I mean, it was to me. It was that stupid. And yeah. I, I was like, man, come on, you guys. You're dealing with the lore here. Like, you could at least make it sound more intelligent. 
Yeah. You could at least, you know, pull some sort of Cybertronian relic out of your ass or go through all 98 episodes of, of G1 or go through all 52 episodes of Beast War. Like, go through something and just pull some, like, you know, um, the the proto-humans, like it, it was, you know, a lever and pulley or some, like, something. Like, do something. Don't just... That's the problem. When you try to make up new shit with existing shit, it doesn't always work so well. Yep. Uh, I remember thinking I heard Galvatron's voice more than what we actually hear it. And he talks, and it is Frank Welker, and that's great. But when I watched this today, literally, like, I... You and I both just finished this literally minutes before we hit record. And I don't remember, he doesn't talk as much as I thought he did. And I don't hear his voice as much as I remember hearing it. Well, I think he talks in the second one as well. Uh, but the thing that I... I, I was still glad. I mean, it, we got the Transformers Prime version of Megatron's voice here. Yeah. Which I was totally fine with. Didn't yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, but uh, at the same time, I was kind of like, come on. Like, I, I was hoping that we would get something more intuitive. Yeah. I, you know what? I know this is going to be a take that most people won't agree with me on, but I was kind of hoping for season three, crazy Galvatron voice again from Welker. Like that would have been awesome. Actually. Yeah, that would have been great. Like, that would have been something cool. less dark. Yeah. Get over here, Decepticons. Well, all I can say is, yeah, whatever it is that he goes to shoot the camera. Uh, my favorite character out of the whole film is easily Chuck Goodman as hound. He steals the show. Oh, yeah, totally. <laughs> he just absolutely steals the show. What about you? Any favorite characters or character moments? Um, I mean, I love anytime Hound shows up for real, but uh, <laughs> uh, I was glad to see Bumblebee more of a footnote. Yep. Uh, I didn't like the one Autobot that was kind of uppity. Was that, uh, oh, the green one? Yeah, I can't remember his name. Crosshairs? Because, yeah, yeah, he just Crosshairs. bothered me. I I definitely liked Hound. I liked Prime. Uh, he says, I don't normally kill humans, but this you, human is going to die. Yeah. You know, and just, and he blew away Kelsey Grammer, but yeah. that dude kind of deserved it. I like Crosshairs' voice because it's John DiMaggio because it's a cool voice done by John DiMaggio. Yeah, and I, I'm fine uh, with that. I just didn't like yeah, the character. But, yeah. Um, I was sad that they killed off Ratchet. Yep. Um, they got no medic. <laughs> nope. Uh, I loved the the scene where Prime shed his busted up. Oh yes. Uh, armor and. Yep. Uh, and skin after he'd healed enough and yep. reformatted. So I was yeah. like, okay, that's cool. Yeah. Um, even though I didn't like the truck that he turns back into. <laughs> yeah. I didn't like his robot mode. Yeah. The robot mode was okay. Ish. It was okay. Ish. I still prefer, and I will always prefer Optimus prime with a faceplate in live action because I don't need to see robot lips moving around. I just don't. I think it looks stupid. I don't think it adds anything to the character. I just need to hear his voice. Uh, like, I don't know what the visual effects team was doing on this movie, but every time I saw Optimus's lips move, I'm like, that's just creepy. And Cause he couldn't convey like the, from what Peter Cullen was reading in the script to what he sounded like as the character versus what we were seeing from the visual effects team. It didn't translate right. It didn't, it didn't look right. It did. It just, no, just please keep him face plated, please. 
I still don't understand Mark Ryan's Bumblebee voice. Like, I don't know if I... Again, I know they did a little bit of Radio B with this, but I prefer Mark Ryan as Lockdown between the two of them, between mm-hmm. the two characters. I, yeah. I, I just, like, I would love to be able to say to Mark Ryan, let me hear your Bumblebee voice, please, without any... Like, what would your Bumblebee sound like? And all as I can hear in my head and all as I heard in this movie was still Radio B. Like, again, like you said, B is essentially relegated to the background. I mean, even though he's supposed to be the... Well, he's he's the Autobot Scout, and he's supposed to be the new second-in-command, but he's, like, barely in the... Like, uh... Uh, drift and and crosshairs and uh, hound are the three stars of the Autobot team in this movie, and Bumblebee is just kind of like fading into the background. Yeah, I mean, I I understood that. I just yeah, I I wasn't totally disappointed. I the Dinobots were kind of a throwaway, but I think it was because they were like trying to do the whole almost borderline Godzilla thing. Yeah. And honestly, if I didn't actually see the Dinobots other than Grimlock, I probably wouldn't have like, so strafe turns into a two headed Pteranodon slug is a mechanical spiked Triceratops. Scorn is a, whose nickname is Spike, which makes no damn sense to me, but he transforms into a Spinosaurus, <laughs> which is fine. Like, Spinosaurus is, is like, I like the design of a spot. Like, so, okay, so you get a Pteranodon, a Triceratops, and a Spinosaurus. A Spinosaurus is much better than a Brontosaurus, which is what Slugs, or not Slug, um, no, Sludge used to be. Uh, yep. Sludge Sludge isn't in this, thank God. Um I want to address this, and this isn't anything major. This isn't like earth-shattering slag slug thing. I'm over it. I've been over it ever since somebody explained to me, and I I knew this already. I just didn't apply it to the Dinobot character. A slug is basically what you get after you shoot a bullet, kind of thing. So I kind of like it now. It's okay. It's not. It's better than any other name that they've come up with to replace slag in the past. So. That's fine. Uh, Grimlock. I, I like the fire breathing, but that's about it. Like, that's all he does is he breathes fire. And because I guess this is part of Optimus's character growth, question mark, where he's like, let me lead you. Let me blah, blah, blah. And he has to, like, basically tame Grimlock, which it was oh. kind of lame. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, I I don't know how much, you know, you putting a sword in the back of a guy's neck is going to tame him. I don't know. I mean, like I said, I don't... I don't hate the movie. I just don't... I just feel like there was nothing here for... Like, yes, you're right. Megatron wants to rule the planet. That's fine, Megatron. But there's no... Like... And I guess I should be happy for this. That there is no Space Needle. There is no MacGuffin of a plot. There is no Matrix. There is no this. There is no that. Well, the MacGuffin was the the seed and then yeah, you know, okay. the down ship and then the yeah. Transformium. Yeah. Uh, but, like, you know, I hated the the uh, the fact that they could turn it into anything like they're a shapeshifter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean... Yeah, and the funny thing is, is they have uh, not, I mean, Lockdown uses this, but uh, it's it's used in every other thing, and he has the, the I'm going to call it a tractor beam, but it isn't a tractor beam, it's, it's the magnet thing that he, you know, is pulling shit up to his ship. And mm-hmm. I'm just I'm just waiting for Optimus Primal to show up because that was the when, when they started doing that I'm like where's Optimus Primal because the first thing I thought about was that scene from Beast Wars when Megatron is is pulling him up to his his island base or whatever the hell it was you you know what it is more than I do you know what I'm talking about right or am I crazy Optimus Primal yeah 
in Beast Wars. Where he's doing what? Where he Megatron is using some sort of tractor beam to pull them up. It's in one of the. Is it not Low Road? It's uh, there. There's an episode. I know. I'm not. I know. I'm not crazy. I know. Yeah, that's in Nemesis part. Oh no, you're you're talking about other voices. Okay, that's what it is. Other voices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, where he's where he's commandeered the Vox ship. Yes, that's what it is. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. So we've seen something like my point in bringing all that up is to say that I kind of liked that scene of Lockdown doing that because it reminded me of what Megatron did in Other Voices. Uh, again, we're Transformers fans, folks. We're going to pull shit out of our asses if we need to pull a reference. So this is what it is. Uh, okay, yeah, so we have the MacGuffin of the Seed, and the Seed is, it's kind of like the ores that Shockwave from the IW comics went and planted all over the world, I, I guess, and this movie technically is the start of a new sort of, it's, it was supposed to be the start of a new trilogy of films, we never got the... The actual the third. third, because that second film, oh god. So it made I, it made uh, you know Revenge <laughs> of the Fallen look like a masterpiece <laughs> by comparison. Absolutely, I am this dr- one. This but, one, I honestly, after after we watch, I was like, on on the one hand, it had like a couple different plots going simultaneously, which was a little jarring. Mm-hmm. But the, and there were points where I was like, okay, this can end a lot sooner. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, it wasn't as bad as I remember. Now, the, the next one though, <laughs> I will say is as bad as I remember. <laughs> I don't. So again, as I've mentioned, I made it 10 minutes. I've never actually seen it. So, as raw as some of my reactions are normally, they're going to be even more raw. Like, literally, I'm going to have to take copious amounts of... No- you think there's 300-something sins of, of whatever for cinema sin? I'm going to be watching that movie more than once. Probably, I don't know, maybe. It just depends on how my sanity is at the end. Of course, my sanity's always been in question. But, yeah, I don't know. But it just, like... After this movie, I like the cliffhanger of Optimus going after the creators. I think that's great. Again, we have the ending of him doing some sort of message to something, and obviously this one is the message to the creators. I like that cliffhanger. I'm just not sure if The Last night fills the gap of the cliffhanger well. And I will say that, and I've been—I was thinking about this all day today. In the first film, we have them. What do they do? Oh, well, we we just did. I'm trying to figure out the historical shit that they've stolen to to wrap. So in the second film, it was the pyramids of Giza. In the third film, it was the space race. In this film, it's the dinosaurs 65 million years ago. And in the last night, all as I know is that. Somehow Optimus Prime and King Arthur have a sit down or something like I remember something about the Arthurian legend being in the last night. Yeah, I think the guy that was there was uh, uh, Merlin Merlin, which was Anthony Hopkins. Yep, that makes sense. And I was like, okay, but (laughs) the film was just terrible. (laughs) So, you know, our. Our normal questions from the other format from the other show. Did the film keep your interest throughout? Yes. Age of Extinction. Like, I didn't get up and do any bathroom breaks and whatever else. I just was, like, mesmerized by the mindless destruction for the most part. And the second question that we usually ask are, are we itching to watch the next film now? No. 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 I was fine with it ending with this one. <laughs> yeah, me too. Like, okay, you're going to end on a cliffhanger? Fine. Cliff. There have been plenty of things in, you know, however the hell long television and movies and cinema and whatever else has been around 80, 90, 100 years, whatever it is. 
like there have been plenty of films that have end, just ended on a cliffhanger. There have been plenty of television shows that just end on a cliffhanger and you get no resolution. And sometimes you want it, sometimes you don't. And at this point, it's like, okay, Optimus Prime's gone off to space. Bye, Space Daddy Optimus Prime. You know, like, that, 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 that's all we need. Mm. Would I recommend this? No, I would not recommend this. I would not recommend any of these films to people. Not even for the whole, like, action film. No. Because there's just too much stupid. There wasn't as much stupid in this film as there were in the first three films. In in 2007, Revenge and and Dark of the Moon. And I think that's because Brains has been relegated to being, you know, a slave. Sadly, that's, that's very sad and very depressing. But like, there's no wheelie. There's no. There, thank God, no robots are humping Cade's daughter's leg. <laughs> so, but yeah, I would not recommend any of these movies to people. Zero to five. What are you gonna give it? <clears throat> well, <laughs> I'm probably gonna give it. I give it a three point five. Just because some of the humans were better in this. It wasn't as annoying in some areas. So on a whole. It wasn't that bad. Yeah. There's. It. It almost. Like if it was the next film, it would follow the Star Trek rule of every other film. Yeah. Uh. The first film was pretty decent. Then we got Revenge. Revenge of the Fallen, which was terrible. Dark of the Moon was good. Uh, you get this film, which isn't terrible. It's it's a decent start to a new trilogy. Yeah. The next film is terrible. Yeah. And then they it's so bad they had to reboot and go Bumblebee, which is better. Yep. And then they're going to ruin it again with Rise of the Beast. So I don't know if they're going to ruin it. And we'll oh, talk about they're that. going to we'll, do we'll, it. We'll, you we'll, know we'll, they're going to destroy it. We will talk about that in a little bit. But yeah, for me, I'm I was like I like the whole Stanley Tucci and his. I did like him. I like him, and I like his. NBA, Taekwondo, whatever it is, assistant, girlfriend. you know, whatever, girlfriend, whatever. I like that. That's fine. Cade, I like on his own, but Cade mixed in with his daughter and her boyfriend. Uh, I think everyone would have a real problem with them bringing up the fact that he was 20 and she was 17 and all that. I he was 19. Oh, I thought he said he was 20. Oh, I and and they started sure. dating when he was 19 and she was like 16 or something. It's still it doesn't matter. It's still too much of a. Mm-mm. I don't know. I started dating my wife when she was 15. <laughs> like she would just turn 16, though. <laughs> and I was 17. OK, so. yeah, but all right, you're technically under the law. You're still teenagers. You're not an adult. When you hit 18, you're an actual adult kind of th- you know what i mean like it, it, it's a whole thing but it just it just felt really creepy at first and then by the well apparent- it, their their situation did seem a little creepy yeah plus the fact that she you know she says oh well it's nice you guys finally met like well you could have introduced him back when you were however the hell old you were and however the hell old he was uh, so yeah for me like that was a glaring thing but yeah i i can't go i'll go three i can't go three and a half i i just so three out of five i did enjoy most of it i was confused through 95 percent of it but now that see i wasn't confused but i i also broke it down into smaller increments to watch it throughout the day (laughs) oh i I might have to do that with the next one, but uh, a lot of bathroom breaks for the last night, folks. Jeez. Um, 
but no, I, I I watched the whole thing and and overall I enjoyed watching this movie. So I don't know. All right, folks, I think we're going to take a quick break, come back to close the show, and maybe do some news or something right after this. Hello, geeks and geekettes. Looking for a podcast that covers a vast array of topics? Then check out Altered Geek Unleashed, where we discuss our thoughts on this week's geeky news, tech, gaming, television shows, movies, cartoons, comics, and more. So, get altered, get geeky with the Altered Geeks, every Friday on the GeekCast Radio Network. Because the world needs another movie podcast. The GeekCast Radio Network presents for your listening pleasure, The Cinema Geek. Hosted by Amanda, Kevin, Matt, and Dan. Each week we dive headfirst in the landscape of movies as we discuss movie news, play movie games, go in-depth on reviews, and even have a top ten countdown or two. Also, don't miss our director retrospective series where we review noted director's movies film by film. Bottom line is, if you love movies and love podcasts, you need to experience The Cinema Geek. You can find us on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, or GeekCastRadio.com. Like science fiction? Of course you do, or you wouldn't be listening to the GeekCast Radio Network. Well, the Mark Who Fortitude Universe podcast is an award-winning sci-fi radio show that's been around for over 10 years. We cover everything from Doctor Who to the MCU to pop culture and everything in between. A new show drops on Tuesday mornings on the GCRN website and all of the major podcast platforms. So listen to the Marku 42's Universe podcast from the universe and beyond. You are receiving a transmission from the Rod Pod. Upload pending. Stand by for soundtrack transfer. I am Maggie. And I am John. And we are trapped, hurtling through space in a ship shaped like Rodimus's head. The ship, for reasons we haven't been able to determine, contains the entire run of the IDW Transformers Phase 2 comic. Which chronicle the events following the end of the war between the Autobots and Decepticons. So we figure we may as well read them all in order and report our findings to you. Stand by. Stand by. Upload complete now. The Rod Pod. Look for us at marriedwcomics.libsyn.com at iTunes, at Stitcher, or wherever good podcasts can be found. So, uh, till all are one. Till all are one. Hi, I'm Dan, and I'm the host of the Rock Nerd Radio Show, which airs live on HudsonRiverRadio.com every Wednesday evening at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It also gets backed up as a podcast, which you can find on your preferred podcasting platform. Every week on my show, I talk about all kinds of pop culture. I talk about music. I talk about movies, TV, comics, collectibles, and so much more. I also feature a guest on my show periodically, which you might enjoy. I have a couple of special segments of my, on my show, one called The Cover Song of the Week and My Favorite Thing in the World This Week. If you think this sounds cool, check it out sometime. I hope you do. Discover a world of vintage and modern toys that's more than meets the eye with the Triple Takeover Toycast. Hosted by toy writers and photographers Toybox Soapbox, 6O, and TF Square One, this informal and chilled out series of discussions cover everything from vintage Transformers to Mask, Diaclone, Microman, and more, be it nostalgic or current. Whether you're a seasoned collector or a casual robot enthusiast, all are welcome. Triple Takeover Toycast. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. We are back here inside the winter of Bayham on all things Transformers. We got a little bit of news to talk about. First of all, I'm just going to mention this. This is until they release a f- the full season. I really do not care. But Transformers Earth Spark, there has been a DVD Amazon listing for the first ten episodes. Please just release it in a complete series format. Don't release it ten episodes at a damn time. Oh no, that drives me bonkers. Yeah, me too. Uh, and then we have your favorite. We've got some repaints. Yeah, I'm a little, like, excited because they're doing repaints. I, I mean, this is Takara. They they do this yeah. uh, typically. What, what they're teasing, though, is basically show accurate colors <laughs> of Optimus Primal and Megatron from the Kingdom line. Yep. Uh, and they're going to, for the Megatron, use the alternate face, the one where he's going, yes. Nice. Um, with the, you know, the, the, the teeth showing and everything and, you know, not the grumbly look, uh, uh, or at least, or maybe it is the grumbly look. I don't know. It's hard to see this image, but regardless, it's, it's kind of cool that they're coming out with this. Yeah. Very cool. Repaints are always good. I don't know if I'll ever pick them up, but <laughs> I, it's like I already got one and I got toy yeah. hacks for it. And um, exactly. And to be honest, if I was going to go this route, I would just get the masterpiece and be done with it. <laughs> yeah. So then we have Transformers reactivate. I'm interested in this. Mm-hmm. I don't know what to think about it because there's really not been much to go on. Yeah. Um. Uh, but I'm I'm kind of interested to see what they do. Yeah. Love the logo, but like the reactivate around yep. the Transformers text, but um. Yeah, I I don't know. Like they're they're talking about uh, having toys for the figures of the the characters in game. Yeah. That would uh, be like cool. Prime and Soundwave, and yep. I'm like, okay, let's see what they do. Yep, absolutely. And the last thing that I have here is RoboSend G1 Bumblebee revealed, and it looks like this will not be a transforming figure like the RoboSend Optimus Prime. Uh, there are no additional details currently. It looks like Bumblebee will just, you know, be on. Well, he was on display at some Middle East film and comic convention thing. Uh, this seems to be a non-transformable figure, but a self-articulating action figure. So hmm. I'm looking at this image and I'm like, okay, fine, sure, great, that's that's awesome. The only thing is, if it's gonna move, if it's gonna self-articulate. And they're going to do anything and they're going to charge us like $10,000 or however the hell many thousands of dollars these things are. you got to get Dan Gilvazan, damn it. If you can get Peter Cullen, you got to get Gilvazan. Come on, Robeson, do your job. <laughs> Seriously. And, yeah, that's all I got. So the other stuff that I have mm-hmm. is... 
they they've released information on in the first look of the retro G1 tr- Thundercracker reissue, yeah. um, which I've seen the Star Screaming store and I've seen the Hot Rod. Uh-huh. And my kid was like, "Oh, that Star Scream looks pretty neat." And I'm like, "Yeah, I said I had that a long <laughs> time ago." I'm yeah. like, and then he's sitting next to the 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 Kingdom uh, one with his throne or the Studio Series 86 with his throne, and I'm like, "Yeah, this is the modern one. This is the original." And my kid's like, "I don't know. I kind of like the old one." And I'm like. <laughs> And I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's nice, but you also have to, you know, it's parts forming in some ways. But um, I like the new one. I just I wish they would have had it without the stupid chair (laughs) and the ceremonial garb. Yeah, Um, because like that extra 20 bucks for the accessories there. Yeah, it's not an accessory I cared about. I mean, you would have thought they would have like had two different bundles, one that comes with the accessories and one without. You would think, but you know. it, yeah, or or sell the accessories separate. So if somebody wants like a King Thundercracker, King Start, you know, uh, yeah. Skywarp, they could do it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so there's that, and then they have uh, listings showing up for Retro Perceptor Shrapnel and a Special Edition Optimus Prime, which nobody really knows. Yeah, what that is. Yep. <laughs> I'm wondering if they'll do Studio Series 86 Prime. Because, uh, I they, mean, they're doing everybody else. I, I love the Ironhide, and I, yeah. I want it, but it's like it's not one of those things that I'm going to, like, splurge on. Yeah. Unless I do, like, the core class, just because it's cheaper mm-hmm. and doesn't take up as much space. Yep. I wonder if they did do a Studio Series 86 Optimus. Which, like, which defining feature from the movie would they use? Like, would they use the the point where he's talking to Ironhide? Would they use the point where he comes off the shuttle? Like, and then obviously, what they can do is if they did do a Studio Series eighty six Optimus, they can do a Studio Series eighty six Optimus B and make him gray. The gray hmm. repaint, dead Optimus Prime. So that would be interesting to see if they would do that. I mean, stranger things have happened. They have, and I, I guess we'll kind of see what happens. Yeah. I really want a... What I would absolutely love, and I don't know how they could do this, and I don't know if they would ever do this, but with all the technology and all the toy manufacturing that Hasbro has now and all the engineering and innovation that they've been doing over the last few years i want a power master optimus prime that's what i want they've kind of made that though have they yeah really Uh, yeah they made like i think it was during the power of the primes no, no 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 so what i'm talking about is I so what and I will go to my grave by saying you know saying this I will defend this to the day I die, Kingdom Rodimus leader class commander class what commander class Rodimus Prime is essentially a modern day version of the original 1987 Rodimus Prime toy or 86 Rodimus Prime toy whatever year Rodimus Prime originally came out in toy form, it's just a modern version of it mm-hmm. and that's what I want for this I don't want something that's based off of whatever they did in in titans or whatever the hell i want one-to-one direct upscaling of the original toy with modern stuff yeah and i i would be fine with that i just i yeah i don't know if they'll ever go that route i don't know if they ever will either you know, but hey, stranger things have happened. I mean, look, we're getting a, which doesn't surprise me, and we kind of already talked about this a while ago, but we're getting a, a Armada Legacy Evolution Optimus. So you know, I'm knows? excited for Machine Wars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know you are. <laughs> just I, I, and I don't even know why. Like I just like. <laughs> I mean, I, I had a lot of my, me and my brothers bought them all. Like yeah. we had all of the figures because it was a small line. There was like 12 figures in it. Right. And 
I just I don't know. I just really liked that that line, the premise, the total difference on it. Um, and it, I mean, it shared an aesthetic with Beast Wars in a sense too, as far as like the logo. Um, so I don't know. I, I just I kind of like that idea, and then I I kind of hope with them doing, you know, these Cybertronian versions of jazz and. Um, Bumblebee that they do the you know like the the Beast Wars characters. Yep. Yeah. That would be kind of cool if they did. And I know folks if they did do that he's going to get completely jaded just like he got jaded over the Joker. (laughs) (laughs) I put all this work into this thing. Well the Joker they never made a Batman Beyond. That's that's true. I thought they did, but they, no, yeah, no, they I still haven't. I still have the figure. Wow. Well, of course, I would assume you'd still have it. I, I wouldn't see why you wouldn't. I did try to sell it at one point, but nobody bought uh-huh. it. <laughs> oh boy! All right. Anything else? Uh, nope. I think that's about it. All right, folks. Well, that's going to do it for us. Thank you for joining us here on All Things Transformers. If you'd like to get in contact with us, leave feedback for the show. There's several ways to do so. Visit the website, geekcastradio.com, where you can listen to and comment on all of our content. We've got about 14, almost 14 years. I mean, he's been online for 16 or 17. I've been online for 15. But the website itself and the network itself, 14 years this June. So check us out on our site. Send an email to feedback at geekcastradio.com. You can check us out on any of the podcatching clients you choose to use. You can follow us on Twitter at GeekCastRio for the network at AllThingsTFV3 for the show. I am at TFG1 Mike. What is your Twitter? At SCP21. Become a fan on Facebook. Go to Facebook.com slash GeekCastRadio Network. You can also check out all things Transformers over there as well. Join us next time when Steve and I will be finally, for now, concluding the Winter of Bayhem. With Transformers, the last night. Help us, folks. Help us. Save us. Rodimus Prime, you're my only hope. Oh, wait. No, they fucked that up, too, didn't they? (sighs) Fucking Michael Bay. (laughs) For now, I'm TFG and Mike with... Steve Megatron. We hope you transform and transcend with us as we talk about all things Transformers here on the GeekCast Radio Network. We hope you'll transform and trans with us. I knew I was going to fuck this up at some point. <laughs> yeah. I wish to speak to my lawyer.